Hi, my name is Ingrid Anna, also known as the Diva Queen, and welcome to the Divine Femme Money Show. This is the juiciest conversation for women around money, power, sensuality, relationships, and business, and living a life that deeply serves you. In this episode, I'll share how my clients are reaching 50K months at the speed of light without working one minute more. It's not magic, girlfriend. It is strategy. It is a line, femme action, and I cannot wait to share it with you. So you're making an important decision to really align with divine brilliance, money, ease, so that you can build a legacy like a boss diva. Let's get started. You can find the Divine Femme Money Show at your favorite podcast provider and at ingridarna.com slash show. Hey everyone, I'm here with the divine Megan, who is my divine diva social media assistant. She does so many different things and I thought I would introduce her to you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Is it all going live? Is it working? Um, um, let me check. I don't see. Oh yes, it's sort of starting now. That's great. Um, Megan's like, oh my God, you're going to throw me in the deep end. This is the one day I'm not wearing makeup. And I'm like, you look beautiful. You look amazing. And then we're going to also have Emily Diamond, who is my COO and one of my head leadership coaches. And she's absolutely amazing. And she's just run upstairs to put some lippy on after teaching a class for seven figure diva. So the way that today is going to run is I'm going to interview Megan quickly. Um, you can ask me any questions you want to ask about your business. Emily's going to interview me and ask me a few questions as well uh, around my success and growth and any challenges I've had and how I overcame those. Uh, can you see anybody? Can we see I just live? Okay. So there's an announcement. So okay, that's great. Okay, great. So how do you feel about going on holiday? Are you excited? Um, yeah, I'm excited. So I'm going on a road trip for a couple of weeks up north to Cairns and going to go experience some new things. And Yeah, I was, I, was, I was really surprised when you said that you were going to go and stay in a, what's it called, like a hostel, a hostel. so you can meet people. And I was like, do you have your own room? And you're like, no, I won't meet enough people. So I was like, that is brave, very, very brave. So how long have we been working together for now? Um, I think it's been two and a half years now. Is it really? I think Are you so. kidding? It's yeah. been like one big blur. I can't believe it's been two and a half years. I've seen a lot of change. In the Do you remember when you were working with us and we still had Gavin with us and you started off, because this is your very first job that you've ever had, right? Yes. So you finished your university degree. What did you study? Um, film and media production. Film and media production. And we had, um, we were still working from my house. Yeah. And we had four or five people in, in one bedroom office. with all these desks. Yeah. Was that intense? I mean, you got to know everyone very quickly. So. Oh my God, it's been quite the journey. And so how has your role shifted and changed? So I started out just as a general admin assistant, um, helping out with the day-to-day -day and things have progressed. Now you started video editing pretty quickly and yeah. we noticed you were very shy when you first started. But we noticed that you were a really fast learner. Like you were able to really take things on board, quickly learn, process, you just put your head down and got it done and now you do all of our ads as well ads training so that's been incredible for so if you've seen any of our ads you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, darling. okay great um, i don't I don't really see many people on so they might have to watch later yeah, um it, oh, i'm just wondering whether it's coming up really live it's like sometimes these mm -hmm. things get hidden because it's a live and it's not a zoom live 
And I'm just wondering whether we do it because it sort of seems that it comes up more. Um, here we go. There's Harla is here. I can see one person. Hey, gorgeous Harla. But I just sort of feel that people aren't being notified. Um, I've just made a comment. Okay. Do you want to send out an email? Lost. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, Naomi. Hey, hey, hey. Awesome. So I was, it's really great because I can notice, I think next time I'll do this on Zoom. Hey, gorgeous angel. More people are coming. Hey, gorgeous. Um, that we'll do it on Zoom because we've been having some issues where we go live and it doesn't actually notify people. So, mm -hmm. we're, so one of the things there that, hey, Zana, gorgeous. I saw your beautiful photo come in. Beautiful name. I think that might be Macedonian or Serbian. Now, um, having the ability to say to somebody, when I first started, I did all my own copy. We did it my own, all my own video production, all my, my, ads, ads, all my own ads, yeah. everything. And to be able to say to somebody, yes, can you send a bot blast? So a bot blast, if you don't know what that is, it's just a social media going into Facebook and setting up an account there and messaging all of our leads and all of our people that are in our community. So it's awesome to be able to offhand some of that. And Emily started working um, along with us. How long ago now? About um, a year? You and I started working together about a year and a half ago, and then we became like official a yes. year ago. A year ago. So you started off as a consultant. Yep. And Emily, if you don't know, she was originally she's worked in corporate. Um, tell them about your background. Yeah. So I uh, have done a lot of extensive training and coaching inside of corporate, but the majority of my work was working for large privately owned companies and working with the CEOs of large privately owned companies, businesses that. Have had a lack of management systems because like Ingrid, they are geniuses. She's a freaking genius and builds these businesses on just their incredible experience, commitment, dedication, and natural leadership. And, and, and then the gaps filled. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, everybody. Lovely to have you. Oh, you're Russian. I'm part Russian too. My dad was Russian. So my legal uh, real name is Pietniski, Ingrid Anna Pietniski. My grandmother is from Belarus. And Anna is um, basically a Russian pronunciation of Anna. So lovely to meet you. So today, um, Angel saying the best program you'll ever invest in, ladies. Thank you. Theano, yes, welcome. You just joined. I can't wait to talk to you. Was she in class? No, she wasn't. No, in class okay, I cannot wait. So I have spent um, the last two or three hours today. Um, messaging actually people in my other program six figure diva activating them getting them aligned and really important message that i want to i think share about that a lot of people don't talk about and that is you can be the most generous giving high level high vibrational uh strategist business coach healer mystic uh, but at the end of the day each individual person needs to become the embodiment of that which they want, right? They, of what, whatever they are desiring, the woman that they want to become, no matter how great a program is, you've literally, so I've been really ensuring that our students uh, really understand the level of shift that is required in order to really begin like to book out your offers okay so I, in the blurb here that i wrote for this presentation i talked about a client of mine joanne who went from charging hundred dollars an hour to selling fifteen thousand dollars in her first three days of joining this is not bullshit. this is a real deal the transformation that happens because they are literally taking 
their passion, their genius, their brilliance, and packaging it up in a way that really serves their client. And you have that ability to be able to transform and shift your business in such a quick amount of time, right? And so one of the things with that though is core deep divine belief that it can actually happen for you. Um, because I think so many people sit there thinking, oh, is it really possible if you've had a lot of loss? It absolutely is possible. We've had women do hundreds of thousands of dollars in like eight weeks. When a client like Robin, say for example, does $800,000 does $200, in eight weeks. Sorry, my daughter was sleeping with me last night. My husband's away and I'm like, I was just waking up and then, come mommy, I need to pee at two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm too old for this. <laughs> but um, what they're doing is they're setting up very beautiful divine offers that are incredibly streamlined that offer incredible process of taking someone from say struggle to salvation mm -hmm. or trauma to transformation it's incredibly well mapped out the message is on point uh, the way that we teach you to craft your offers is really deep so that your prospect when they see your offer they hear you speaking about it that they totally feel like oh my god this is for me so we do a lot on copy and messaging, not just that, but ensuring that the process, the intellectual process, the healing modality or the journey uh, that your client is going on is incredibly, not only transformational, but replicable. So that particular client, for example, I think, I don't even know how much her offer was, about $5,000. It was a group high ticket offer. So she was able to sell, I think, 20 spots uh, in a short amount of time, all through, she actually already had a funnel. She was doing a little bit of marketing there, it wasn't a comprehensive funnel. So she had leads coming that way, but the majority of her lead flow came from organic social media on Facebook and Instagram. And we teach a lot on messaging. We've got these beautiful, um, teachings called Vavavoom Video Vixen on how to really own your presence, how to package up your work, how to communicate with your audience. Because at the end of the day, before you have a sale, it's always about service and it's always about sharing. It's always about story. It's always about establishing yourself as that expert through the quality of your content. So there's a lot of work that we do around how do you structure really engaging content that makes people want to buy from you. So I think we're gonna um, do some Q&A today. So if anyone yes, has yes. any questions, but if you wanna ask me any questions that you think might serve oh, yes. people um, watching today, please let me know. ready, ladies. Hey everyone, the support is incredible. Super grateful to be in Six Figure Diva program. Thank you, Naomi. Oh, yes, so we do give big. In, in Six Figure Diva and Seven Figure Diva, we pretty much have classes every single day. Plus we have the healing activations with a beautiful divine high priestess. We have Emily, does a lot on leadership. Emily is also an incredible um, activator as well. So really ensuring that if anyone is thrown off course and if anyone is having a half um, hard day, any dark night of the soul, trauma gets activated, that we get to move through that quickly. Because at the end of the day, uh, if you stay stuck, in that pain for too long, it just literally eradicates the very fiber of your being. And one thing that I really wanna make incredibly clear here is, it's a really big shift that every woman pretty much needs to have, I think, with growing a business. And that is, and you can put in your two cents here, please, because, and that is ensuring that when you, I think a lot of people think that you need to kind of be perfect or have it all, you know, that you've got the perfect life and there's not anything that's, um, 
the, anything difficult or challenging that's going on. And I, I really believe that, you know, as a human being having this human experience, you're, you know, we often go through, excuse me, just <coughs> been recovering from a cold, <coughs> um, challenging, challenging times. We're having upgrades. We're having, you know, my uh, husband away is away now for five days. Sorry, my husband is away for five days now going to a funeral. Um, I've got hormonal issues going on. I had a hysterectomy. I'm like taking testosterone for the first time in my life. I hope my libido picks up. That'd be really great. <laughs> you know, we've got all these different things happening. Uh, Emily, I don't think she'll mind me saying. No, my daughter's been has sick. Been, has been in sick and has been in hospital and she's working from home and trying to manage everything. So one of the biggest mistakes that I know, I have another client who was doing so well and she'd make all this money and serve clients and be in her power and then she'd sort of go on this roller coaster ride of stop, start, stop, start because she was making the mistake of not using her experience to inspire and to teach. So one of the things that I've done that has been an absolute blessing and asset to me is to be real with my audience, to be honest, to speak about the truth of any suffering that I've gone through or that I'm going through. And I use that in my work because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you need to show up for your audience. And if you have stop, start, stop, start with your marketing strategy, you're gonna have stop, start and stop, start with your ability to serve others. Number one, always put service at the heart. And then of course, you're not gonna be making those sales because you're not visible and you've gone into hiding, you've gone into overwhelm um, around <clears throat> around what is ever, whatever is happening in your life. And I've, I don't know who said this, it could have been the Dalai Lama or some spiritual guru, but at the end of the day, um, when you put service at the heart of everything and you have that sense of love for yourself and compassion for yourself, you can then speak about your journey with this sense of intimacy and you will never, ever, ever have intimacy with another human being, let alone an audience and social media, unless you allow yourself to have intimacy with yourself. Intimacy broken down is into me, I see. So your relationship with yourself, building an online personal brand is vital. Every single thing that is not healed will show up. It shows up in relationship. And really at the end of the day, your business is a relationship. It's a relationship with yourself. It's a relationship with your um, audience. It's a relationship with your staff and the people that you hire in your community. And it's a relationship with your students or your clients. So I have allowed myself and given myself permission and learned the mastering of being able to share from my heart share from um, a level of strength and authority as well um, to pay it forward and pass it on. So if I'm suffering from something, I might write about hormonal, I might issues, I might talk about leaving my husband that I did last month because I needed a fucking break and he was driving me fucking nuts. I'm not hiding that story because, you know, I obviously will get permission if I'm including somebody else in a story. I'm not going to go talking about them unless I've gotten permission, right? Um, but if I have permission, which I do from my husband, husband, I'm going to talk honestly and openly about why I needed to do that for myself. And I was speaking to a beautiful friend of mine and client, Randy, and she was um, saying to me that the spark is in the space. The spark is in the space. Sometimes, in yeah, in real relationships, sometimes yeah. we just need to take Distance space. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Yes. Absolutely. But for me, you know, we were talking about me, I need to write my book. We need, mm. if we're growing and scaling the business, we, we want to know, well, what is our next I remember being in the bath and talking to you and you were like, yeah, 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 you've got to take that time, which was, you know, we're downloading and channeling in and bringing in new um, visionary 
programs and initiations and new kind of concepts for and yeah but also for the seven women who are also above seven figures like working with women who already have seven to eight figure businesses and we want to create something new for that so it's a new dimension of what we're offering and that does need some space so it's up to me to go away and take the time and slow the fuck down and leave the business to this divine beauty and have my team and that's such a beautiful part of scaling a business as you grow your business a lot of women i think think that they're going to have to sacrifice and sacrifice yes there can be tough times yes there's tough times of exhaustion and overwhelm when you're scaling a business but there's times of exhaustion and overwhelm in anyone's journey right and also you're either committed to i'll just if mm, I'm say, yes please if you're committed to a big pathway for yourself like what erin is talking about there you erin you're really talking about what ingrid's touching on she's activated that you're either going to have right i have to focus i have to concentrate there's work to be done i have to take care of things i have to be i'm just going to repeat this so if people don't see before you answer sorry Mm -hmm. um emily so um just so that everyone can see this later on if they're watching if you're watching the replay just hashtag replay if you want someone in my team to reach out to you after this please let me know um, and just say um, hashtag reach out and we'll message you and Emily and I will have a bit of a chat to you to see if we can support you in your business. Mm. Um, But Erin said, what advice would you give if someone said, this strength and power I'm discovering within me scares the hell out of me. I have a message and a purpose at times. It seems so strong that I can't can't contain it and you shouldn't contain it. No, it shouldn't be contained. And this thing of you either are working towards your purpose and your vision and along that pathway is what Ingrid's talking about. There'll be times that it's overwhelming, times that it's frightening like you're talking about, Erin, times where you're like this little body or this little mind or this little life can't contain all of this energy or all of this power or purpose. Mm. And you've got to work hard that's going to happen on your pathway to purpose or your pathway to poverty and suffering either way there's going to be hard work focus times that are overwhelming times that are scary the thing about working on the pathway to purpose is that you're also going to get the deep fulfillment the deep satisfaction the soul activation impacting the world so either way the hard work and the challenges are there whichever path you choose one is paved with garbage and one is paved with magic (laughs) (laughs) exactly one is paved with cash and one is paved with no cash (laughs) you know like but I think also, Erin, if I can talk to this as well, which is a really great point. I miss you we too, miss Jess. You Jess. Um, Jess is a former student of ours who just successfully completed her program. Yeah, Love beautiful. You. So if I just say, Erin, um, what if, I want you to sit with this for the moment and everyone listening right now, what if as you begin to relax into your own power and you begin to feel safe in every single cell of your being your body you begin to relax into it and ask the divine to support you as you rise up into divine femme aligned leadership and consciousness as you allow yourself to share your message as you allow yourself to fully claim and embody your purpose on a deep level you attract in the most incredible heart connections the most incredible opportunities the most incredible spiritual growth the most incredible beautiful people into your life where people every day are saying thank you thank you thank you thank you so much for being and embodying everything that you are Erin because at the end of the day people are praying for you to show up mm-hmm. and so on the flip side you know it's a natural human uh, experience to have mm-hmm. fear when we're not too sure what's going to come fear mm-hmm. of the unknown yeah. that's a normal part of the human condition 
However, we need to learn to use fear to propel ourselves forward. So fear is either going to take you into you know, ascension or it's going to swallow you up. And yeah, I used to contraction or expansion. Contraction or expansion. So well. Yeah, mm. I now allow myself to expand into it. I now allow myself to embody and trust mm. the process because being an empowered woman, really embodying, hey Ariana, hey Lisa, really embodying your power and expressing it. And I was petrified when I first started, absolutely petrified. Hey, Christina, she's on our team. You know, really about getting out there and really showing the fullness of myself. I was, it made me want to hurl. I did actually hurl. <laughs> um, I wouldn't pitch. I really felt very, very uncomfortable. I was worried about what people might think about me or whether they thought I was too much. And that really crippled me on every level. And it's not just a financial level, is it? If we're really real with ourselves, it cripples us energetically, emotionally, cellularly. We'll go into fight flight response, which shuts down digestion, assimilation. It is literally a crucifixion of yourself. It's a crucifixion of your ability to have wealth. It's a crucifixion of your ability to serve others and to really deliver that divine impact that each individual soul on earth is. We're, we're, we're really imbued with that as I think children, as spirits coming in, and then we forget it due to all the abuse and corruption of our souls and of our bodies, right? And so part of this is such a huge remembrance. You have to give yourself the permission. I now give myself permission to rise up into full authority and leadership. I now give myself permission to stand up, speak up, and be in my power. I now give myself permission to heal the shame, to heal the feelings of not enoughness, and to return to my sovereign right to rise up into divine feminine leadership and power. Being empowered is such a delicious, exhilarating, juicy feeling. I remember, you know, when I was broke and I, I lost all my money due to fraud and I came home from New York and had to start off all over again. And I do get suffering. I do get anxiety. I do get low self-worth. I get all of that. And after spending two years, literally every single day with my husband going, do you think I can make it again? Do you think I'll be doing it? And if I write that book and it doesn't work out, it was just this energy and it was a chaotic. And think about it, even if I'm doing this, it was like this. And it's like a whirlwind and your energy, if you look at it as everything being energy, it is a frequency of distortion. It is a frequency of chaos. And the universe, and we look at it from a universal point of view, the universe doesn't know what to bring you because you're fucking all over the place. You're like, I want it, I don't want it. It's like standing in the queue at the supermarket and going, oh, I'm going to switch queues. Yeah, and I'm yeah, 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 it's, it's a great, it's a great, yeah, that is a fucking priceless analogy. You'll never get frigging served, right? So I talk about in my program, if you get my content, it's like laser lucid um, clarity, laser lucid clarity. What are you here for? What do you stand for? Who do you serve? What is your offering? And you become this embodied divine femme consciousness, mm. right? And it's so clear. And then 
It's like all that point of attraction is coming in to that incredibly clear energy field, which is I'm here to serve, I'm here to make money, I'm here to ascend, I'm here to have, yeah, Mm -hmm. juiciness, I'm here Mm -hmm. to have connection, I'm here to have pleasure. Yes, 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 to command that now, to say yes, 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 yes. right? Amen, give me some yeses and some amens. (laughs) And that will become your reality. And I made this very distinct pact, I don't know if we've probably all been in points like this, and I'm sure Emily's gone through it as well, where it's like, no, I remember being like, no matter what, I'm going to figure out how to fucking make ensure that I'm an independent woman, <laughs> that I master this game of making money, of ascension, doing what I love. I don't care. It's the last fucking thing I do. I don't care whether it takes me one year, 10 years, 20 years. Mm-hmm. This is happening. This is the line. This is the line I'm in. This is <laughs> <Right>? the cue. <laughs> we are figuring out. Oh, Hala asked a great question. What did she say? Okay. So Hala Hi, said, Hala. this is one of my beautiful, I'm feeling called to ask you when you're going through high volume inner work. What do you do to keep your social media presence and activity going as well as bringing in more clients? Ooh, is this because when you're doing inner work, you like want to retreat? This is what I was talking about. So I think that there, if I can answer that, I'll let Emily, my take on it is you need to be very mindful. Thank you for the question, Hala. Mm. You need to be very mindful around what you need with full divine honesty, right? So what, you know, asking yourself, putting your hand on your heart and hand on your womb, like what do I, what will most serve me now? What do I need most now? Sometimes it is stillness. Sometimes it is rest. Sometimes you have to just go through that period of what we call purge to emerge. (laughs) And you need, yeah, period. (laughs) It's like the release, yeah. We're channeling each other. You know, it's like, I, I sometimes think just being in nature, so say you've got little kids, Harla, you know, you're, say you're taking them to daycare, you may want to take two to three or four days to just be in stillness and write and sleep and rest and allow your, your body to recalibrate the shifts. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in a really new frequency at the moment and we're about five months old into what we would call like a new earth frequency. So there's a lot of need for you know, a new baby. A five-month-old baby is doing a lot of sleeping and eating. A lot of processing. <laughs> right? They are literally going through huge growth mm. um, transitions. And that's where we're kind of at energetically now. We're not kind of at it. We are at it. So be gentle and kind with yourself. So take some time. I was on a call with a client uh, yesterday who's really um, – and she reminds me a little of you, Hala, like type, not so much that you're type A, but very brilliant. directive, brilliant, <laughs> and not just brilliant, but hardworking. You get shit done. You honor your word. Um, you actually know how to get the work done. So for people in your vibration or set point, um, some of what we need to do is actually to slow down, to speed up, slow down because the body needs to restore. When people do that and constantly do that for long periods of time and then go into victimhood and like, I can't do it, that overwhelm, that's a whole other vibration. So for me, um, I just check in with myself. I know when I'm going to get up at 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning and channel through a new program. I know when I need to deliver for my students. So for you, Harla, I feel like you really need about a 7 to 14 day period of time of slowing down because I don't think you've slowed down for a long time. You've had children, your body is adjusting your central nervous system is adjusting and then i would go back at it 
Um, yeah, and I does just that make add sense? Too, because there's elements of what Ingrid just spoke about first, like yeah. Carla's question about how do I yes. maintain my social media presence and momentum is, well, prepare for that break. Nourish yourself, prepare mm -hmm. for that break so that you can relax into that break. And other things that Ingrid has done beautifully, which I just feel like the advice she told you just weaves in directly to this. If you're going to go for a walk in nature so it's restorative, Take a selfie while you're there. And then write a post later. And write a post later. That's yeah. it. And just allow, and also share that journey. I've checked because it'll be part of what you're teaching. Yeah. All of our students, we say, Because I that know that. what Harla's teaching. So mm. if there's a slow down period of honoring, then you this is actually going to be part of your content. Mm. So you want to use this. This is actually an initiation. Oh, really? You really want to teach this work? Really? That's what the universe is saying to you. Really? Well, you need to fucking live it. So don't think I'll about saying yes. Yeah, it does. It will whip you fucking on the ass if you don't listen. It will slap you around like it's your. It's you want to make the universe your bitch, not the other way around, right? So you've actually got to listen. You know, you know what the answer is, right? So often women won't allow themselves mm. what they know that they need mm. why do we do that because we think we can't have it we can't have it all you can manifest hala with a good bit of rest right um five to ten clients in seven to ten days easy peasy like and it's going into that miraculous divine like everything can happen in a minute but if you don't get the nourishment you need you're just going to be on empty all the time so I think you've just got to balance it out and see what you need. And then also the way that I'm learning to structure my life is, so for example, I do a lot of uh, free content in this group. I'm doing things on Thursdays and I'm like, well, I really want to do Pilates. I had a hysterectomy. I don't want to pump weights. I want to work on my central nervous system myself. I want to get more toned. I want to get strengthened, but also Pilates slows me down. So I went and called around everywhere is booked out. If you need a, want to open a Pilates studio, I'm sure you'll be very, very successful. Uh, call me if you're going to do that. Cause do there's, heaps of, there's, there's, yeah, there's heaps of things that you can do to upgrade that um, a regular Pilates thing. But anyway, that has to become a prerequisite, a non-negotiable for myself. And if I don't do it, and I'm always putting, say, my work or my clients before myself or my family, I will just burn out. And I've had many, many periods of my life where I've had that. And now it's like, oh, it's, it's become an absolute joke. So I started off with Mondays, and now I'm going to do Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and I'm putting that money down as an investment in my well-being, an investment in my business, and an investment in my student to ensure that I get that and everything else can move then around the need that I have in order to restore myself since having a major surgery like that, right? So you have to look at your calendar and begin to also break down because having some time off for uh, for one period of time is not enough. It's not a baseline. It doesn't reduce the overall baseline, does it? No. Yeah. Well, it can. It, it, then it needs to be an ongoing way that we work. Where are the pockets, especially as women and entrepreneurs, and especially women who um, are soul empaths, who care, who are really passionate about the work, who are also raising families? Okay. There's a lot of energy going out. And mm -hmm. so what are you going to set up? This is where you become the CEO fucking boss diva of your life. Where, what are you going to set up as a constant ongoing? Where are your holidays every year? Put them in your calendar. You know, uh, when you're running big programs, you can tell your uh, clients and students, 
on this week, this week, and this week over the course of a year. Mm -hmm. This is when I take off time. Mm -hmm. And either if you've got other coaches working under you, they can manage it, or your whole thing shuts down for those weeks. You can't throw that on somebody after they've bought from you. You need to set it up. You need to put it in your contracts. You need to be transparent. And then you give them that time. And you, and you do other accommodations. Like we do an annual shutdown at Christmas. People get two extra weeks. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. You don't, yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, absolutely. You make sure that you honor, it. You honor that. And, you ha and then it gives them and you're teaching them this new way of working and living and creating it's one of divine feminine aligned abundance where nourishment and pleasure sits at the core of building your business because at the end of the day the patriarchal system doesn't work for women it's never worked for women and it will never ever work for it women it relies upon the enslavement of women and yes exactly and we're still trying to build and businesses children. and children and we're still but we're still trying to, I we're think, function in that paradigm. Into it. Yeah, completely. Okay, Divas. Hey, Rachel. Hey, Gracie. Lovely to see you. Hey, Davina. Hey, Ariana. Um, if I, hello. I love that. Cobbs, a cosmic bitch slap, says Rachel Lee. That's so true. Mm. Hey, everyone. Okay, so. If you have any other questions, please let us know. Is there anything that you want to ask me before we I go? I want to ask you something, yes, because mm. it's something that I hear from people who are considering coming into our program. So yes. we've got this thing of most women going, can I do this? Mm. Can I actually do this? Like they're like, the I'm a, exactly. Mm. So they'll be like, oh, I'm a, I was talking to someone beautiful this week and she's like, I'm a Reiki facilitator and I've got small kids and I work best in teaching groups because she's done lots of group facilitation. And she's like, but can I actually do this? I have a family, I have these kids. What you're talking about, the working mother stuff as well. Like, what is the reality for women? How did you make that your reality? I know this is something that people want to hear. Well, for me, I was lucky enough to have a husband with a decent job. He wasn't flush. Um, we were going backwards, spending all of our money and going into debt. Um, but I started the business off in a more serious way when my daughter, Ari, who's now eight, was a little baby. And I used to sit her in that, one of those little bassinets, you know, on my desk. And I just felt, you know, I've written this email that I'm going to share with you guys soon called The Divine Assignment. And when I gave birth, I was so elated. I was so excited. I'd had a um, miscarriage um, about six months prior to falling pregnant with Aria and then I put up all these baby clothes everywhere and I was just so passionate. I've always been a woman that really wanted to, you know, I've worked in corporate advertising in America, in Australia. I started my career off at a current affair at 18. <laughs> this jumper I got from a shop, I'll tell you more later, I'll message you um, the brand, I don't even know what brand it is. Um, so, you know, it's not a big designer brand or anything like that. I'll find it for you. Uh, that's Bianca. Um, but I felt like, it sounds a bit sort of gross, but I felt like when Aria was born that in a way that my hands were cut off whilst I loved having Aria and she's mm. become the light of my life mm. and like I would do anything for her. I, you know, birthing this baby and this child, you know, it's like I was also birthing this new woman within myself. I think every woman feels that it's under a red tire or exhausted, but yeah. it's, it's this initiation. And I'm like, mm. I literally started channeling more writing and more work. And I literally felt very trapped. I felt very, very trapped that my husband, who was an engineer at the time, was traveling and leaving me with Aria. I'd be up six times a night, sometimes with a baby that might be sick. Mm. And I'm thinking, mm. I've got to do this work, but I just did it. I just kept started small little bits 
wrote my first offer and yes you do even if you don't fully believe in yourself but there is this remnant if you go really deep i always say connect to your higher self take away all the noise all the story and all the doubt for a moment and just attune to your higher self and ask yourself from your higher self do i believe and i would say that 99.9 percent of the time women do believe they don't know how they're going to set up all the structure and systems and that's where we will come in because we will teach you that i can share it all for free i don't i gotta be here for five fucking hours like it's really you that's know our, that's our modules it's that there are modules and the curriculum and the structures but you start and i started by writing my very first offer i sold that offer for 6k you probably heard the story and i was off and i nothing was going to stop me and i think the important thing to note about that is and it wasn't about the money i not, wanted to do well i wanted to make money because i wanted to be able to do it otherwise I was going back for a job mm. my husband isn't a natural he's a tech geek kind of like high level brainiac on that level but he's not a natural entrepreneur yeah. and so I was like what the fuck am I going to do mm. we are going into debt mm. and I literally found this 18 year old girl who was studying at the mm. university um working with disabled people and things like that she was an amazing mm. young girl she was 18 and um, she used to come to my house and I could only afford 40 to 60 dollars a week on having babysitting oh, and, that's for you. Right. Oh. and she would babysit Aria and play with her while and in the house and then I would sit and do my work and okay. then I started picking up clients well, that's, that's what I wanted to point out about the first 6k mm. offer is it's not like you sell the 6k offer and then you're working full-time it's six... you're designing your program exactly. so that you can go like oh well I'm gonna see that client for that hour every two weeks, but you've got all of this, you know, it was whatever the actual structure of what's appropriate for your yeah. industry and your work, because then it's not like you're automatically enslaved for your business, because what you said about feeling like your hands were cut off, that was very interesting, the restriction on time. It's about freaking prioritization. What you're saying is going, I'm, this is what I'm doing no matter what. And then I'll figure out structures, like even if I can only have $60 a week worth of babysitting, I'm going to use that time for this very deliberate thing, these very deliberate actions. And when your baby is first born, this is just having like, if it's a newborn, if you have little kids running around, but a baby is first born though, they are sleeping a lot, as you know. And so you can do a lot, yeah. right? Um, if you're thinking about having children and you don't yet have them, get all the structures and systems set up. But yes, as um, Emily was saying, rightly so, really great point. You know, even today, yes, I do a lot of hours if I'm, you know, cleaning shit up or having to improve systems and running around, but I finish my day pretty much, unless uh, we're having a quick check-in at the end of the day, mm -hmm. I'm finishing my day at one or two o'clock. I, in the past, have had severe adrenal issues. I used to be on T3, T4 thyroxin. I haven't been on it for like 12, 13 years. Um, and so adrenal, if you know anything about adrenal health you know, issues, your body needs to go into rest state at about four or five o'clock. You really need to calm the fuck down, right? CTFD, I'm like, I don't, don't talk to me. I'm up early, I'm an early, I'm an early bird. I've trained myself to be that way. I get shit done early in the morning. I get things done faster than the most people, not because I'm special, because I'm so fucking focus so like this is what i need to do what do my students need i've got to create that document get that done do that do that done and then i stop okay um and really at the end of the day as we keep growing and scaling the business like right now we're having um you know a bit of a pain whereby emily has too many hats i still have too many hats we um 
we need to hire someone else. We actually need a couple of new people. We need a new operations, like head top operations, because Emily is such a great coach, is also ha- helping to manage our sales force, hiring people. There's so much that she's doing. Um, then we've got Megan, who's become great at advertising and ads, and she's still doing a lot of email marketing. And now we want to go into YouTube advertising and all these other things. So I need to get someone under Megan. We do have VAs and things like that. We have about five of them. Um, Apply, Lisa. (laughs) But we really need people to support now people underneath her. So you begin to create that pyramid and excuse me, then I get to go. Sorry, I have to drinking this uh, stevia drink. (laughs) Oh my God, so I'm burping. Um, This stevia, the stevia. God bless me. Um, yes, that really allows um, for me as well to be even more free. And hey, Faye, face on our team. Um, hey, gorgeous. Even more buoyant and uplifted. And you've got to get the right people doing the right job in their zone of genius. And it becomes this whole other aligned, incredible um, kind of family that you create through building your team, right? I wanted to say thank you. Yeah. Got one last question. We had the beautiful Jess ask a question about planning our content. Mm. So Jess was saying, do you plan your content weeks or months in advance or in your diary list three day challenge for June four to seven and then channel it a few days before? Oh, Jess, it all depends on how progressed you are in your business model, babe. So when people start out, they'll plan their content like a week in advance. The more sophisticated you get, you more have more team. You, our content's getting planned months in advance. We plan our events months in advance. Our content calendars are done through. I didn't months. do that at the beginning. I didn't right. do that it's all about what stage you're at and how much support you put in place. Mm. Yeah. Um, Rachel says, um, what are the best tips you have of staying focused? Um, I have mine that I used to do for corporate yes. executive leadership and we were discussing it this morning in class. One of our students was asking it. She's dealing with a really reactive time in her life. So she's like, there's only so many things I can control. So, you know, of course, I'm a big fan of, you know what you're doing quarter to quarter in the business, okay? When you've got a business that is very significantly large in terms of you turning over more than 10 mil, you need to be doing hardcore annual planning, okay? The level that most of the businesses that we work with, it's quarterly planning as a bare ass minimum. Know what you're doing every quarter. That's how we plan those events out, just quarter to quarter like we were just discussing. So then the things that we look at for your personal focus is the really simple thing of if you don't have a rolling list of priorities, you are doing yourself a massive disservice. Mm. Okay. Relying on your memory is one of the most crippling, soul destroying, energy sapping things ever. Your brain is not a memory or capture tool. People are like, I've got a bad memory. And I'm like... Everybody does. It's not meant to be used that way. You want to capture your priorities in a big rolling document. Ingrid's exceptional at this. She has an Evernote. I can document that and Google Docs. And when we, yep. with our students, when they come to work with us, we're always analyzing and looking at all their mm. offers and everything. But I'm like, put it down, put it down. Document. For me, mm. when I and I, when people are talking to me and they're just like, blah, 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 and even on my team, I'm like, can you get it in a doc? So because if I wake up at four or five a.m. in the morning or six a.m. and I want to process it, and we can go back to it, and we then start creating plans it's real around, it's real it's tangible it's 3d you got to go from that 4d conception into 3d mm. so number one thing is you have to have a rolling thing especially if you're creative and you channel a lot yeah. 
You have to just put it into physical form. Yeah. Do not expect your brain to hold on to everything. I like to think it like this. Imagine Ingrid has nine hands. She's that goddess, right, with all the hands. <laughs> she's got nine hands, and in every hand, I put a ball. So she's now got nine hands and she's yeah. holding nine balls. If I give Ingrid a new idea or a new ball, I'll she has to process something, she has to drop one of those other balls. That's how your brain works, okay? So first of all, expecting yourself to keep everything up here. You are kidding yourself. You are ripping yourself up. Stop it. <laughs> Capture everything in a rolling document. And then yep. bare ass minimum, you plan your day before you go to sleep. Bare yep. ass minimum. It'll help you sleep better. You'll do precognition. Yeah, your brain will wake up with problems solved already. So knowing my day, here's my priorities for my day tomorrow. You'll then have worked on that while you're asleep. You wake up knowing exactly what you're going to do. And most of the things you've already done the mental workload before you get to them. That's my number one activity. I love that. And I also love for me that what allows me to stay focused is like, oh, look at, okay, what do I want to achieve over the next, say, six weeks? I think going mm. sometimes too far out overwhelms people so it's just six weeks and you might if you want to do a six month plan you can but you still want to compartmentalize and chunk it down otherwise it's like too much for the brain to process so um breaking things down into six week increments and you look at well what is the result what are the core outcomes that i want to achieve by that time like you might have set up your booking page you might have a new sales page you might have a new offer you might want to launch um a six-week uh, group digital curriculum type thing, whatever it is, um, you might have wanted to, you know, lose weight. Whatever it is, I'd write down sort of a personal, spiritual, a financial goal. Set up your goals, and then look at all the key actions that you would need to take over a six-week period of time. Yeah, you can't expect it to happen. Like yeah, exactly. And so then I, but for me, what really helps to calm my, me down like you were talking about the brain mm -hmm. overload i don't do very well with people just all go okay i want to reach this goal i'm like well then you need to chunk it down into actionable steps and then i break it down so week one to week six i've got six weeks so what's that seven by six 42 days mm -hmm. of time and then I'll, I'll put a break in. It might be eight weeks. I might go, look, it's just too much. It could too be forced. three. If you're someone who's never yeah. practiced much forward planning, I talk about how it's like a yeah. mental endurance. Yes. If you're not someone, like the biggest visionary people in the world who've made the most radical impact on society, those people can hold vision for decades. Yes. Right? Very few human beings can do that. That's yes. unusual. Okay. Yeah. People who are high performers like Ingrid can hold vision for years. Okay, they can hold true to it. They've got this kind of mental endurance. It's exactly like a muscle. That muscle can stay strong for years and years and years. Majority of society, the bell curve, the majority of people can hold focus for about a week. Okay, so you want to start conditioning yourself, right? If you want to run a successful business, if six weeks is your limit, like Ingrid was giving that example, if someone only has a limit of six weeks, then you stretch out to seven and you do that, you stretch out to eight. And also Ingrid does something very powerful is once she's broken down her goals, she then makes it easy for her beautiful brain. She writes it up on a board and sticks it in her house. I've got, and a, puts big, it on a, mirror I've got a big board there. So she's continually making it easy for herself to be like, oh, that's right. That's and I write, right. I have right. notes all around my house and all that we kind of stuff. We have management reports, we have meetings that are structured and rhythmic. So the diary is telling us what to do. The boards are telling, like literally make it easy for yourself. Guys. Exactly. But you can start off with just like what I did at the beginning was post-it stickers all around. Like this was a goal for this week. That was my next, so I would put the post-it stickers everywhere where I'm brushing my teeth, getting my coffee, and I'll be like, okay. And then your brain starts going, well, how am I going to do that? And what's the way? And you ask yourself I, questions about it. Every single goal that I wrote down on a post-it sticker that I had and would see visually because it's programming my brain, programming my focus, and ensure I get 
every single thing completed, everything, everything. Mm -hmm. I have got notes in myself about how much money I wanted to earn this by one day, by how many students, and it's sitting there with all these beautiful colors. I just drew it on hand, hand with a, um, a marker. And the more you, more you physically and it's gain, done. It's yeah, if I want to find the best plastic surgeon, if I want to, because I've got a lump on my back, if I want to, I'm like, okay, I'm not manifesting it. I've got to put it down, a plastic surgeon, then within 24 hours, I've manifested that. If I am not manifesting something really easily, it's either that I've embedded myself into someone else's frequency or I'm so, in or some I'm sort of sabotage or I'm not clear, yeah. I've got too many things, so I'll just start chunking down. There's too many things. I'm going to just get one specific thing. So it might be I need to hire a new enrollment um, coach. One thing, one person that I'm looking for. There's, you know, how many billions of people around the year? I'm like, bring that baby forward to me. That's what we're doing. I'm going to nail the fuck out of that one goal. And then I will move on to the next goal. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because it's, it's like some, just one thing. Like your first thing might just be, okay, I want two clients at 5K. That's 10K. Write it down. Put it down. What are the actions? What are the behaviors? What Do I have my offer ready? What are the, all the things that I need to have done in order to just reach that first 10K, mm -hmm. right? And nothing else. And this is something that I am very good at. I've become good at this. I used to not be good at this. I've changed my brain. And every single person has that ability to repro not only reprogram, but literally change the formation of your brain, of your energy field, right? And so what I do is every single other thing is like a distraction. So it's almost like I'm like, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. Get out of my way. No, no, because that is the goal, the vision. Um, anything it's like that, the Olympian. Olympians aren't going, yeah, sure, let's go hang out and have pizza. Yeah, like, like if you're waking up at four o'clock, fuck off. Well, I'm exactly. exactly. <laughs> but also like this, if you, it's a great analogy. If you're a swimmer and you've got to win the 100 meter race, and you've got sort of seven other people there with you lined up and you're winning and you're going, you're the strongest swimmer, but then you go to the left and then you go to the right and then you go to the left, then you do a backflip. Or, or you ask the person on the side, how do you, how do you think I'm going? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh! You're gonna lose the race. So um, what I do is I remain incredibly focused and the big thing that I see with so many women is we get caught up in everybody else's fucking drama. What you just said about embedding or entangling into someone else's frequency, that's like a whole, I think we should do a whole thing on that. Yeah, I, I will. The difference between co-creation and then actually just um, entangling yourself and submitting. If you want to co-create with someone's energy, um, people often will come to us and say, oh my God, you know, Ingrid's such an activator. You want to hook on to and go, I want more of that, please. And you want to literally disassociate and run away from any, any single person who is like a, a someone that stifles, someone that takes away from, someone that puts you down, someone that's constantly. I had something happen um, a few weeks ago, about a month ago now, where someone in my family who's not blood related, like um, yes, is related to um, someone else in my family. Um, so she's not blood related, but she did something that was really not loving and really just gross. And so I basically um, lovingly, but very forcefully actually blew her off because I was like, this is not for me. This behavior is not for me. I am a woman in my forties who's been around the block and this is not how a sister treats 
another sister. It's highly inappropriate. It's caught up all with your story. I'm not here to fix your story. I love you. I bless you. Goodbye. Good luck. I'll see you around. And I will not tolerate it because when I tolerate that shit, you know what happens? It gets actually worse because life and the universe says, oh, that's what you'll tolerate. We'll just give you more of that. And where I'm at, Um, with especially my close female friendships, for example, is I want to be around. It doesn't mean that my friends don't have issues or problems, but the the core of it is heart and love and compassion, and we lift each other up. So if there's a dragging force in your life, a person that is a drag, you don't need to blame them, you don't need to shame them, you don't even talk, need to talk to them about it. I would highly recommend moving yourself away from that because a lot of soul empaths spend so much energy on other people rather than focus on their work, on their career, on their families, on their lives. So if you've got any energy vampires in your life right now, and you keep feeding the vampire, you need to stop that habit, okay? Stop that habit. Yeah, there's some sort of sneaky payback that you're getting from it, like, oh, this keeps me small, or oh, I feel important, or this validates my yeah. existence because I'm not oh, I getting my own validation by doing my purposeful work, right? Absolutely. Or this is how I'm meant to serve Le- Ariana right? says, learn to discern. So I'll just finish today with this. I have made a conscious choice to... And I was speaking to a few clients about this, especially those who've suffered from a lot of anxiety. And let's be um, honest about that. So many people suffer. Um, Hey, Ronnie, gorgeous. Great to see you. Um, So many. I think Hala's got another question. Yeah, I just said she's asking about letting go. I'm responding. Oh, letting go. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes letting go. And, you know, then sometimes when you let go, People can come back. I have friendships that I've had for over 20-something years and we've had time apart and then they've come back and the relationship is transformed. I've had staff. I've had had staff. People on my team leave because they wanted me to be a certain person to to them and I, I couldn't. It was just so entangled. They have left and they've come back and it's better than it's ever been before because the vibration has shifted. So... I just want to say this. Hey, uh, Jaya, do you help people learn how to build an email list and stream the social oh, yeah, content do. workflow? Absolutely. That yes, is Jaya. Cool thing of what we do. Yeah, one of the cool things. We do that and how to really monetize that list. Like having great, you know, building an email list is one thing. How do you harvest that list and ensure that those that list becomes your clients? Absolutely. Yeah, and that question that was being asked about, do you make a big deal out of it, Harla? Do you make a big deal? Well, no. no. It's just bless and release. Because, because if you make a big deal out of it, well, no, if you make a big deal out of it, you you actually just slow yourself down and you create drama and all that energy so the best thing to do is maybe to write a letter to the person and burn it and then just distance you start to um, gradually let them fade off into the sunset that's my that's what i call it because also too you tell them they'll want to come back to you and have a lot to say about like it's like literally just create space you gradually sometimes like you know if it's a family member that you really love like i will just um say look i'm really busy right now i really love you um i'm here for you um if you need me at all but i'm just going to be really focused at the moment and so if you need me, uh, I am here, pick up the phone, but I'm just going to get really focused. I've got a project that I want to work on. Um, so if you don't hear from me for a while, that's why. And you can begin to do things in a really loving way mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that I just really want to say at the end um, to really wrap this up is 
I want you to just take a moment over the next sort of 24 hours to ask yourself this question and you should do it every single month really and I do it almost every day. Just ask yourself the question, what do you want most right now? What do I want most right now? What will really serve me right now the most? It may be a massage, it may be hiring a coach, it may be sleep, it may be nourishment at rest, it may be I need to really find my voice and spend time writing and channeling in my message. Um, really being gentle with yourself, taking personal responsibility and getting the support that you need to truly ascend is going to be huge for you. Absolutely, it is for all of us. But I ask myself that question, when I'm trying to find my path and my way, what do I need most right now? What is for the highest good of myself and all those involved? I tend to not justify my boundaries. And people, and I let people in my eye with that. Being okay. I tend to not justify my boundaries and most people in my field uh, vibe are okay with that. You don't need to justify your boundaries um, unless it's really um, where someone doesn't sort of like have a sense of where they are and then it might need to or be Or it's a very committed relationship where it's like, I'm committed to working this out, therefore we need to talk about why those boundaries matter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think what Tina is saying there, which I love, mm -hmm. is that when you embody the boundary, often it won't no come up. No explanation required. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's so beautiful. And okay, Jess, hey everyone. Thank you for joining us today. Now, if you do want to speak to someone, some of, um, of you are current clients, some of you are thinking of working with us, some of you have worked with us before. Um, if you do want to speak to someone on the team, just let us know and just put hashtag team and we'll reach out. Um, we've also got the booking link there if you do want to have a heart to heart with either Emily or Mira on my team, then absolutely book in and we'll go through your business and see what's happening in your business and what we need to do to help elevate growth. Um, and that's about it for today. Do you want to say anything else? Oh, thank you all. Thank you for your questions. We love you all. So lovely to see our previous students here and um, people who are, have come into Ingrid's field and been activated by you. I know that this is a, a really important aspect for women to get, oh, this is this is a real person teaching real women all around the world. We don't do anything with our students that we haven't done inside this business. Oh my God. Students. So it's lovely for those of you who are just getting to know us. It's really nice you're getting to see this personal side of Ingrid as well. It's a delight. Thank oh, you. Oh, thank you. And Jess says, changed my life forever. Liana, the journey has been transformational. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you too, Addison. Thank you for sharing that, you guys. Okay. A million divine blessings. Have a gorgeous divine. Hey, Jahari. Have a uh, lovely talking to you on social media. So beautiful. Um, my pleasure, Marie and Andre. Um, and sorry that I'm a bit sorry my words. I have had so not enough sleep. Um, but I'm sending you so much love and million divine blessings. Bye. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Bye. So gorgeous, if you've been listening and you're ready to grow your booming, beautiful online business or you're ready to take your current business into a whole other divine, juicy stratosphere, schedule a call with one of my strategists. We're gonna map out a four-part plan to radically grow your revenue and your impact with authenticity, grace, and proven strategy. I cannot wait to explore how we can make magic together. So apply for your complimentary strategy call now at ceodivachat.com.